Hey, this is Clay Harrison from Embrace. Embrace is a new church in the greater Houghton area of Louisiana. And on this podcast, you'll hear from various voices with a common thread of helping people point their lives to Jesus. I'm honored to be the planning pastor of Embrace and honored to journey with you on this podcast. For our first journey together, we will spend some time looking at Jesus and his laser-focused calling to look for and rescue people who find themselves lost. We're starting that conversation by sharing with you a sermon where I share a story about my early life, a story about a man named Zacchaeus, and how Jesus intersects with it all. Thanks for joining us, and here we go. Clay Harrison, I'd like to tell you a little bit about who I am. So, I was raised in this area, and um, an interesting story about me, when I was four years old, I ran away from church. So um, I'm thinking about my kids who are a lot older than four, and it terrifies me. But when I was four years old, I was at a, at a Baptist church, and it was for vacation Bible school, and I just wasn't having it. I just, I just I didn't want to be there, and I was done with them. So I schemed, and I figured out they had a weak spot in their system. And so when we went out to play, I hid behind an air conditioning unit. And sure enough, they didn't see me. The moment everybody went in, I was like, I'm out of here. So I start running home. And I get to the end of the parking lot, and they still haven't found me. I'm like, yes, I'm free. And so down the road I go. And I get almost home. I actually traveled a long distance. I was halfway home. And one of the neighbors saw a little head bobbing on the road and they come and pick me up and I was like oh don't take me back there don't take me back there and they're like oh we're not taking you there we're taking you to your dad I'm like take me back to church don't take me to my dad he's gonna get on to me but uh I didn't have to go back to that church thank goodness but uh but it really was this whole system in my life where I if I just didn't find value in something and didn't like it I just ran away from it is anybody else just if you don't if it doesn't bring any value you just run away from something and, and leave it that's me. If it doesn't bring me value or I don't like them or, or whatever reason it may be, I've just had this history in my life. I was like, I'm done with this. I'm not giving it a time of day and I'm out of here. So that was kind of my history. I started at four years old and it's, I'm really the same me. Even today, I run away from things all the time. And, uh, and, and all the way through my life, I've had seasons where I've done that. If it's not bringing me value, if it's causing me harm, or somebody doesn't want me there, I don't need to be there. I'll find something else to do. Now, that's just me. You may be totally different. You may love just being in those situations, but I'm like, no, peace out. I'm out of here. But the reason I share that story is because when I had this history of running away from things, and I still have that in my life, what I realized is what I, was, what I don't really have patience and time for is not belonging somewhere. So if I go somewhere and I'm in a big crowd and I just feel like I'm not belonging, like I'm not going to just stay around. I'm like, I'm clearly not wanted here, and I'm going to leave. So that was really my history with church. We went to churches in and out, but I never really belonged. So I was like, why should I do this? Why should I be a part of this? And it wasn't until later in my college life that I found a community that added value to my life and made me feel welcome, and I stuck with them. But it's been rare in my, my history that I found those types of communities, that I found people that would want to engage with me. So today I want to share a story uh, that, that, that brings us a little closer to the time of Jesus. And it's about a man, his name is Zacchaeus. 
Now, I went to enough vacation Bible schools. I went to a few. I didn't run away from all of them. They, I guess after I ran away from one, my parents were like, okay, he's a runner, so you got to watch him. But, uh, but I learned a little song about Zacchaeus being a wee little man, so I always thought he was this little guy running around climbing trees. But, uh, but this is, I want to tell you this story. It comes from the, from the Gospel of Luke. And, and here's what it says. Jesus, he entered Jericho, which is a, a city uh, on his route, and as he was passing through the, ta- and he was passing through the town, a man there named Zacchaeus, he was a chief among the tax collectors. He was really rich. He was trying to see who Jesus was, but being a short man, he couldn't because of the crowd. So he ran ahead and he climbed up a sycamore tree so he could see Jesus who was about to pass that way. And so when Jesus came to that spot, he looked up and he said, Zacchaeus, come down at once. I must stay in your home today. So Zacchaeus came down at once, happy to welcome Jesus. Everyone who saw this, they grumbled, saying, Oh, he's gone to be the guest of a sinner. Zacchaeus stopped, and he said to the Lord, Look, Lord, I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I've cheated anyone, I repay them four times as much. And so Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this household because... He too is a son of Abraham. The son of man came to seek and save the lost. I tell you this story, and I hope it's familiar to you. If not, it's okay. There's a couple of things I'll help you uh, hear about this story if you're not familiar with it. But Jesus is on his way to a town called Jerusalem, and Jericho is on his route. Jericho is a, is a city you may have heard from um, different stories. It has a long history in the, in the Bible. It was conquered and destroyed and was rebuilt. And by this time in Jesus' day, it's a big flourishing city. And so the Romans rule the world. And so this guy is a Roman tax collector. His name's Zacchaeus. But he's not just any tax collector. Like He's high up on the corporate food chain. He's the top dog tax collector. So he makes a lot of money. Well, part of doing that means that people in his town don't like him. They don't like him at all because he's wealthy and he's making his wealth off of them and he's on the side of the Romans rather than on the side of the town. So people judge and prejudge Zacchaeus before they ever even get started. So Zacchaeus, who has this reputation in town, he just wants to see who Jesus is. So as Jesus is walking through the town, we're just passing through, it seems like, And the story says he's passing through, but then all of a sudden the story stops, and it talks about Zacchaeus trying to find Jesus. And when we first hear this story, it says that Zacchaeus um, was trying to see who Jesus was, was, but being a short man, he couldn't because of the crowd. And it's interesting because we're actually not sure in this story whether Jesus is the short man or Zacchaeus is the short man. It's not, it's not extremely clear, but I think Jesus partied a lot, he ate a lot, he drank a lot, so I, I kind of figure he's a, probably a pretty husky guy. So it's probably right that, that Zacchaeus is the short guy, but we're, we're not really sure. For whatever reason, somebody is too short and can't be seen. Either Jesus is too short and they can't see over the crowd, or Zacchaeus is too short and he can't see over the crowd. But whatever it is, Zacchaeus just wants to check out who this guy is coming around town. Who is this guy coming in through, through town? I don't know, maybe he wanted to get some taxes from him. We're not told exactly why he wants to see him. But he goes ahead of the crowd and he climbs a tree to see Jesus. And so as Jesus calls him out of that tree, he says, Zacchaeus, come on down. It's like Price is right. Come on down, Zacchaeus. I got a prize for you. I want to eat at your house. I want to party 
at your house. And all of a sudden, people get upset. They get upset. Like Zacchaeus, you talking about that trader guy who takes taxes from all of us and makes his money off of us? You want to eat at that guy's house? You don't want to eat at a good Jewish house? You want to eat at Zacchaeus' house? And immediately they start complaining. And they say the most common phrase about Jesus. The most common phrase that comes off the lips of people's mouths in the Gospels is that Jesus is a guest of those people, of those people, of sinners. And so if you're like me, and if you've had your opportunities to run away from church, it may be, for me it was anyways, I got tired of hearing that word used against me. Now at four years old, yes, at a Baptist VBS, you can bet that word was used against me even then. But, but that's a word we hear all the time, like Jesus is a guest of sinners, like who are those sinners, those people. And this is a word, before we move any further in the story, that is a word just of religious people. It's the stuck-up, upright religious folks who use this word. They use it constantly about people who are those people, and they call them sinners. And it's never used in the lips of Jesus about anyone unless somebody else is saying it's those people, those sinners. And then Jesus will pick that word up and throw it right back at them. So anytime Jesus uses this word sinner, he's always using it right back at the people who are claiming those people. And he uses it in forms of parables, and, and he kind of puts it right back at them. Because in, in Jesus' day, as we're seeing with Zacchaeus, everybody's against them. Everybody wants to do insiders and outsiders, and either you're part of this religious group or you're not. And they're easily separated by this crowd who's saying, not that guy, not that guy, not that sinner. But Jesus reframes for them in this. And, he's, and he tells Zacchaeus, he says, I'm going to eat at your house because I've come to seek and save the lost. The moment that Zacchaeus is said to be an outsider, he goes on this huge rant and he says, you've prejudged me. You don't know who I am. You've never given me a chance. He says, I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I've cheated anybody, I repay them. He's not repenting. He's like, oh, I'm going to do this now. He's saying, like, like, I do more than you do. I give my funds away. I, I'm, yeah, I'm this rich guy, this tax collector. I help the poor people. If I cheat anybody, I go, the, I go way beyond to help them out. And what we find is all of a sudden this crowd who's been talking against Zacchaeus and that they're not happy that Jesus has pointed out this one guy wants to, wants to be a part of his life. Jesus says, look, this guy right here, like he's got it. This guy has got it. And there's something about this story here that really captures who Jesus is. And so if we were to sum up who Jesus is, that last phrase, I've come to seek and save the lost, is exactly the summation of the story. Of a man who has been living his life in this town, has helped out many people, but is still an outsider, and people just don't like him, and it's just that guy, that sinner, and cast aside, Jesus says, what? No, I'm staying at your house. And when people complain, he brings them back into community. He brings them back into community. Because the summation of who we are, regardless of how we got lost, whether we've run away, whether I've, I've run away so many times, or whether how we got lost, whether we just wandered away, whether somebody has cast us aside, the reality is there are times where we need somebody to help us find a place of healing. And so when Jesus says, I've come to seek and save the lost here, what he's saying is, is that, that I've come to look for. I've come to look for people. 
And when, when he says to save, that word there means to rescue. I've come to look for and rescue. Look for and rescue. And the word there for lost is people who are disconnected. I've come to look for and rescue people who are disconnected. So the lost people, the lost there are people who experience great devastation. Typically that word is used for people who have gone through great trauma. I've come to seek, to look for, and to rescue people who have gone through trauma. People who have gone through extreme circumstances. People who have lost. People who are quote-unquote losers. He's come to find those who have been separated for whatever reason. And so when he says here, I've come to seek and save the lost, that's what people are hearing. And that's the identity of who Jesus is in this space, is that he takes Zacchaeus, who was separated from his community, cast aside because people prejudged who he was, and he brought him back into a place of community. And the way he did it, he said, I'm going to party at your house tonight. I'm going to stay at your house. I want to come in and be with your friends. I'm going to dine at your table. And this is where we're going to start building a new community, a new connection, and bring wholeness and healing. So how is it that we get lost? There's a lot of different ways. But regardless of how we've got lost, whether it's through trauma, maybe it's because we're trying to do things our own way. Maybe it's because we've been told we're not good enough or whatever it may be. Jesus in this passage, and Jesus is constantly coming into our lives and trying to bring us to a place of belonging. So in the story, he tells Zacchaeus to stop climbing the tree, get down. Zacchaeus who's trying to, to get above everybody else and get higher than everybody else and trying to, to see Jesus on his own. Jesus sees him and says, you don't have to climb any higher. Get down and come here. So Jesus is telling us just to stop. Stop what it is that we're trying to achieve on our own. Stop trying to do all those things to get ahead, to get over on somebody else. Stop trying to play those games, but instead come down and belong and to be. So for me, who I was running away from, from church and from, from people and a lot of other things because I didn't feel like I belonged, because I didn't feel like I was connected, and because I got tired of people talking down to me, what I needed in my life were people that did the same thing. And that's what I experienced. I experienced people that finally wanted to come and spend time with me and invited me to come eat some chicken spaghetti with them. And over time, we built relationships around a table. And I learned that that right there was what I needed in my life. I needed somebody just to sit down and do normal life with me because it wasn't that I needed to learn a little more about Jesus in a knowledge way. I just needed somebody to, to, to say that I belong and that I'm a part of something. Now, that's my story. I don't know what it is that it's in your life that you need to be a part of, but I connect with this story because Zacchaeus is someone who didn't belong, and Jesus says, let's work on that piece because that's what Jesus does. The most common phrase of Jesus is he's the guest of those people. He's the guest of sinners. And throughout the story of Luke, that's exactly what he's doing. He's going to tax collector. Actually, this is the second tax collector he does this with. And he's going to other people where he's saying, I want to party at your house. I want to come sit down with your friends and I want to drink your wine. I want to eat your food. I want to be a part of your life when nobody else will. And it's something about inviting and being invited into that space that brings healing for the brokenness that we experience. We don't need someone just to speak words into our life and tell us we need to learn a little more or we need to act a little better. We need people who can walk alongside us and just let us be us. And let us become a better person as they walk alongside us. 
So Jesus walks alongside Zacchaeus. He brings him to a place where he is reconnected with his community. And when he leaves, the expectation of this story is that Zacchaeus now has a different role in the community. The expectation in the story is that Zacchaeus is no longer a person that people grumble about and say, oh, that guy. Because now people know Zacchaeus' story. And everything they thought about Zacchaeus was wrong. But it took Jesus stepping in and saying, let's start right here around a party. Let's start around a table. Let's start around dinner to be able to make that happen. So this is good news. It's good news that Jesus came to look for and rescue those who were separated. Those who have experienced lots of loss, lots of, of, of destruction in their lives, no matter what it may be, to find those people who have stepped away and need help coming back into community. Jesus didn't come to create a community that, that says, you're those people and you're in or you're out. He didn't come to create a church that, that points people and, and points at them and calls them out in those ways so that now people are isolated. Instead, he created a community, created a church that brings people together to walk life with them, regardless of who they are, who people think that they are. So whoever you think that you are and whoever your people have claimed you to be, that doesn't have to be your identity. So if people have been pointing to you and prejudging you and telling you you're all these things... And so that's left you at a place where you say, well, I can't be a part of that anymore. I don't want to touch that. I don't want to be a part of that. This story tells us that it doesn't matter what people tell us. It doesn't matter what labels have been placed on us. That Jesus still meets us. And that Jesus is still present in our lives. And if we would just open our eyes to the presence of God in our life, that we would have people around us that are willing to walk with us. Sometimes there are not many of them. Sometimes the crowds are, are just yelling in our direction, and they're, they're saying all kinds of things. I get a lot of things called at me still today, and sometimes I want to run still. But the reality is, is that Jesus still meets us in our lives and wants to draw people near us that we can just walk normal life together. People that we can sit down at their tables and meet their friends, and through normal conversation, we find healing for our souls when we finally begin to belong. And it's not just belonging to people and community, because there's a lot of social clubs that do that. But what Jesus wants to recognize here is that we belong to something bigger than ourselves, something that adds value to us, and something that we can participate and help others dive into as well. So we belong to a community, but we also belong to God's kingdom. And the best way that Jesus relays that reality to people is through tables, through dinners, through parties. It's not through lectures. It's not through name calling. He says, I've come to look for and rescue those who are separated from normal connection, those who are lost. So what Jesus wants, and this is what I hope that we can take away, is that Jesus wants to be a part of our lives. He wants to be a part of your life. He wants to join in your party. He wants to be a part of your table. He wants to restore whatever it is that's been broken. Whatever has, has, has been labeled on you and has caused you to, to not want to be a part of anything anymore. He wants to see that brokenness healed. And he wants to give you real wins for life.
It's not about making the most money. It's not about doing all the things that people expect it's the keys to do. It's about the real win in life of belonging somewhere and creating a place of belonging for others. So I tell you this story about a four-year-old who ran away, and I hope to God my four-year-old never runs away. I think you get arrested for that nowadays. Um, but, but as four years old, I ran away. And I ran away from church, and I ran away from people, and I ran away for a long time. I didn't feel like I belonged when I was in, in high school. I didn't feel like I belonged to anybody. And it wasn't until I was in college that a ragtag group of people decided to invite me to lunch that through chicken spaghetti, it wasn't even good chicken spaghetti, but through chicken spaghetti, invited me into their life and kept inviting me back. And it changed the trajectory of my entire life. So I can't place enough value on food. I love food. I may be a short guy, but I may be a short husky guy, and I may just get a little more husky. I love food. But I love what food does, how it brings us together. And that's my thing, because that's my story. But what's your story, and what do you need your story to be? What is the thing that you need in your life to help you have a relationship with somebody, to just be friends and start there? How do we create friendships, and how do we create relationships, and how do we help just walk life with people because when we walk life with people then we have opportunities to help people belong to something bigger than themselves so jesus meets us here in the space and jesus meets you where you are so find a way this week to let that spirit of god speak to you and develop a place of belonging that you didn't know that you had and who are the people maybe that you can open your eyes around to say hey that's somebody that I just need to spend some time with because Jesus is with them and I need to be with them too. I need to be with them too. So I invite us in this time just to just to, to just let your minds think on that for a minute. I'm going to close this in a prayer. So Jesus, um, you come to Zacchaeus and you speak a new word into his life. And when everybody had judged him and called him names and cast him aside, you gave Zacchaeus an opportunity to speak truth into his, his whole crowd of being into the town of Jericho and say, you've judged me wrong. You don't know what I do. Instead, I go over and beyond. And so Jesus, you came to his house, the person that, that nobody wanted you to visit, and you spent time with him. And through that table experience, brought Zacchaeus into healing with his community. So what is it in our lives, Jesus, that you can bring healing to? Reveal those pieces to us and let us know that you are ever present with us. And so if we don't do anything today, but open our eyes to how you are truly with us, then Jesus, what a step that is. And for those of us who see that you're with us, help us take that step of belonging, of healing that we need in our lives and a step to bring healing to others by just living normal life with people, having dinners, having space to live, to work, to play together. And in doing so, pointing our lives to you. So Jesus, we honor you and we pray a blessing over this time. Amen. Everybody, thank you for listening to this episode of EmbraceCast. We will share a few more episodes that explore this theme of why Jesus is so focused on rescuing us who find ourselves lost. 
be sure to subscribe to our podcast and share it with others. We hope this has been a helpful episode for you. If this conversation has piqued your curiosity or if you have some questions, we'd love to hear them and connect with you. Please send them to us. You can record an audio file and send them to us at info at embraceyourparish.org. If you would please keep your audio file to about 20 or 30 seconds and be sure to include your name and where you're from, that'd be helpful. Embrace is a new church in the greater Halton area of Louisiana. Embrace is committed to creating new places for new people to experience Jesus. You can find out more at embraceyourparish.org. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and follow us on social media. Now go and embrace Jesus, embrace people, and embrace church.